Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode number 411 of the show. Very happy to be in your realm. If you would like to, please reach out via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Always fun to interact with the guests. I think it's the best part of the show. Additionally, you can leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS-8257. Very much encourage you to call us, leave us a message. Also, fun to do, fun to interact with the fans that way. We are also we also do extra content every week, so we record. You know, it's between ninety minutes, usually ninety minutes to two hours of a show, and we then that night I post the entire two hours of the show to our red circle bonus subscriber page it shows up that night there's no commercials and you get all two hours of content that costs five dollars a month click the link in the show notes click that subscribe and for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year you get the whole show without an without commercial interruption and one day early now, if you just get the regular show, that's fine, too. Not everybody's got an extra fiver, specifically a bunch of my friends who say, give me the friends and family discount without throwing five bucks at it. Well, those guys, they can only hear the first, the regular part of the show with the commercials. And that usually runs about hour 15 to an hour 30. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff on the back end, including last week. When we talked about these degenerates in, I want to say Florida, although it feels like Utah. Let's be real. Let's be honest. This feels like a Utah story to me. These degenerates who are twins, twin ladies, married twin dudes, and then they both had kids, and now they have kids that are first cousins and brothers, and also they live in the same house. They all live in the same house. If you can believe that. And because and, they're weirdos and they gave their kids weird names like Jet or something. And I gave my thoughts on adult twins in general and how much they freak us out. Us normal people. And you're, not, you're just you, can't, you didn't hear that if you're not a subscriber to the full show. And you're like, yeah, but Ryan, we've heard you. That's one of your standard rants. And that's true. I have mentioned my paralyzing fear of adult twins and how how upsetting they are to the rest of us before but I I, I went deeper this time and the only way you're going to know what I said is if you subscribe so please do that that would excite me greatly it's it's nice to have people contribute and be able to hear everything we say here uh I am joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, what's up, buddy? Hey, two things. One, I was just reading an, uh, an article this evening that I thought was just hilarious. 
uh, Estee Lauder executive ousted after posting a racist COVID-19 meme featuring Sesame Street characters. Um, the meme, which showed Big Bird wearing oh, a surgical mask while standing at a sick Snuffleupagus's bedside, used a redacted version of the N-word in the title while, while stating that Snuffy had contracted the coronavirus at a Chingy concert. Um, yeah, I don't even get that. And, I, don't, I, I mean, didn't get the, I didn't to, be get the, the humor. Exec, to be a big, I, no, I don't get the humor, but a yeah. big executive at Estee Lauder. And it's like, oh, how'd you lose that, you know, possibly yeah. eight figure job? Um, yeah. well, ten, they I said just, he made about $10 million a year. Yeah. Eight yeah. figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, well, I just, I just had to get this picture of Sesame Street with some racist undertones out. I just had, yes. to, I had to do it. I had to share it because it was so funny that I thought it was worth like ten million a year. Funny, yeah. I mean, it's he wants that one back. It's wow. It's not, but I don't even know what he was going for. Like, I don't get it at all. And it's kind of, it's not like the, um. It's not like this. Who's this? So you think you've been shamed? That woman that that had she had a big time job too, and she she's like the 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 big example where she said, hey, "Jumping on a plane to South Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Don't worry, I'm white." Oh and <laughs> she by the time by the time she landed in South Africa, this is like I think she went to sleep or didn't get the Wi Fi. It, it was probably like 10 years ago by the time she landed in South Africa, she'd like lost her job and all of these other, you know, she was, she was a pariah on Twitter already. So it's like, just like, don't just don't like, just don't say anything. Well, don't try to be it's, funny. It's just, it's really hard for unfunny people to yeah. be funny. They want to be involved. And I know, but it's really yeah. hard to thread the needle if you just don't have it in you to be funny. Yeah. Like when yeah. you're passing off memes, usually you're not funny. Like sometimes, yeah, 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 sometimes, yeah. but for the most part, memes are of like jokes for the people who aren't very funny. And it's and usually when you're passing those along, people have already, people have seen them already. You know, it's like not right. you're not really introducing anybody to anything new, and and you didn't make it up. You know, you're sharing something that's that somebody else made up. So you, even if you are introducing the person to it and they think it's funny, the, you're not getting the credit for that. And if you're right. an Estee Lauder executive who tests lipsticks and mascaras on beagles and kills you, them. yeah, and kills them, you just lost a ten million dollar a year job. And why is a fucking CEO of Estee Lauder making ten million dollars in the first place? I don't know. I mean, it's big business. Um, yeah. And speaking Genetics. of big business, yeah, baseball. So, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I cheer for a team that's going to be terrible again this year. So I really haven't paid attention that much because, like, whatever. If they cancel the season, it's probably yeah. better for the Orioles. Um, however, I clicked on like I guess there was a statement from the commissioner uh, like this afternoon, and he was just just repeating the same, you know, nonsense. But I clicked on a, a tweet that just kind of recapped what, where the owners stand. And it's the, the comments I just happened to see. It's a, a, like a ton of people being like, uh, here's what, imagine a job where the starting pay is 700,000 a year. Oh, Players are God. spoiled. I'm with the owners. 
Yeah. Imagine when a company revenue was, uh, yeah, like, and just, and the, I, I can't imagine in this day and age with the information we have, I know. we're we're siding with billionaires. The, billionaires don't. You'll never be a billionaire. No. And like, yeah, it's seven hundred thousand. But ha- imagine a career where somebody tells you you can hit the bricks at thirty, like you're too old. Yeah. And 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 the owners. You know, people are like these guys are spoiled. The owners have a system set up right now where they control a player's rights. And you'll see this a lot where there, where a team will be like, I think um, Orioles are doing it right now. They've, they've yeah. stacked a bunch of first round picks and yeah. they just, they should be in the majors. They're dominating they the minors. Yep. Because the they, they want to keep control. In a row have had the number one minor league team and the worst uh, yes. system and the worst major league team. Like what? Yes. So unless, unless you're really great, you don't come free. You're not able to sell your services on the open market until you're around 27 or 28 years old. And as, as we have learned, the peak of a professional athlete is usually around 29 years old. So these guys have, have rigged a system where they can control a, an asset almost through its entire peak. And yet, Somehow they still award bad contracts all of the time. They like, they can't get out of their own way with how they run their businesses. And then they try to blame the players who are not billionaires, who some are millionaires. Many only, only get a taste of the league. They try to blame them for, for not being able to make enough money. By the way, the value of a sports franchise is in the asset. So they buy this thing. They don't care if they make money every year. They want to break even. They're probably making money. We don't know because they don't share that information with us. Right. But even if they're not making money, they're making money in the same way your home is making money by building equity, except a sports franchise builds equity exponentially more than your home does. So basically – the owners are typical shithead fucking billionaires who no who no one should be on their side. No one should be. I mean, it, it, here's a general rule: corporation should never be the, the the side you cheer for. Like in in any, I mean, sure, like Ben and Jerry's never. can do some good, but for the sure. most part, just about every corporation, just about everyone. Yep. Would kill would kill your grandmother if it made him an extra dollar. Like yeah. that's that's what that's what corporations do. They're not yeah. they're not they're only trying to make as much money as possible at right. all times, and they'll run over everybody. And as as long as they can stay within the law or say stay enough within the law that they can keep doing their bullshit and the pay pay an occasional fine. That goes for yes. pollution. That goes for everything. And baseball, like. Would you rather see a chunk go to the guys who you're watching on the field or some rich guy with a bow tie? Yeah. Fuck out of here. No, that's exactly right. I'm, I'm with you. This time to get back to the bargaining table and get back to work, guys, because this is bullshit. Um, Ed, did you see the, I just sent you a link because we we're talking about twins. Yeah. Was it hungry? And, and then these twins... These twins popped up in my feed this week. Uh, these are the Luke Lukacs twins. I don't know them. These guys, 
they're Hungarian. I'll put the link in the show notes. And these guys lived their whole life together on a farm. Why? Why is that one picture? They're dressed like emus or something. I don't know. It's it could maybe that's something to do with hung, Hungarianism. But Ed, these it's two dudes. What are their names? The Paplukach brothers lived off the vegetables they grew and the animals they they reared. Their way of life was hardly touched by mar, mod, modernity. Janos and Istvan. Yeah, Janos Istvan. and Ist. Yeah, and Istvan. They just, they were just close brothers. And look, Ed, even though they were, they lived to be old men, they almost had like a Chang and Ang type of lifestyle, except Chang and Ang had ladies. Chang and Ang, also farmers, right? Right. They were conjoined. You know, they couldn't get away from each other. These two guys, Janos and Istvan, they just, they just were real close. Too close. Some too, say too close. Yeah, just real close. Lived together on the farm. Did farming shit. They slept in the same room. With like, there's a difference between. There are many siblings that are close, but there's yeah. a difference between that and sharing everything. What is that? Yeah, That's I don't really know. I mean, scary. You you wonder. You see these guys, and you wonder what else did they share, Ed. Mm-hmm. There's just had such a close relationship. And look, well, I don't think it's Eskimo brothers. I think like yeah, they were sharing, yeah, they were yeah. cutting out the middleman in the Eskimo brothers yes, scenario. Yeah. yeah. It was just brothers, brothers. <laughs> so I just thought that, that that kind of played into our, yeah. into our discussion last week. One more thing L- list. Oh, two more things. Our Waterford crystal contest is still going on. If you're a new listener to the show, if you're an existing listener in the show, I say we just run it through the end of the month. This is going to go through the entire month of March so people can get caught up. If you're a few episodes behind and you're listening and the calendar still says it's March, leave a review of the show, five stars. Leave a funny, insightful, interesting, sardonic, whatever you want to do. Leave a review. Screenshot it. Send it to us and you will be entered into the contest to win a very high-end set of Waterford Crystal champagne flutes engraved to me and another person. (laughs) There's yours to have. I'll cover the shipping. So it's over this month. Never used. Yeah. So we go through the month, Stu just went from six to midnight after hearing that news. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He's got, I would say Stu's probably in the lead, but I'll have to, I'll have to review because new listener or new to us listener, it's Elliot left a fantastic review. Yes. We also have Mark who's, who, who, who assailed our, the voicemail segment of the show who did a great job. Uh, uh, Dear friend of the show, Dolomite D is in, although he's announced that he wants to give his award if he wins, he wants to give it to Stu and Stu's announced he wants to give it to Dola, which I honestly, I think we both agree that takes, that takes points yeah. away from both of them. That's right. That's you you should be in it to win it. Yep. You know? Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't win the Stanley cup and then go, Oh, I'll give it to the other guys. You, you have sex. You, then you, you win the Stanley cup and then you take it home and you have sex with a barmaid in the Stanley cup. That's the whole point is trying to this win is- it. And so, yeah. This is not a Ving Rames uh Jack Lemon situation. You cannot give it away like the Golden Globe that year. 
Yes, yes, exactly. I forgot about that. That was fantastic. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Uh, okay, one more thing. Listener Matt in Findlay. Finley. F-I-N-D-L-A-Y. How do you pronounce that, Ed? Fin- Finley, Ohio. Finlay. Uh, when, I've, Finlay. when I've seen it written, I always said Finlay, but but it can't be it. It's probably just Finley. Yeah, it's got to be Finley, right? It's not. I don't. I can't but imagine you, Ohioans you never, saying Finley. But you can never put it past places. I know for mispronouncing their own names, like like Los, Los, was it Los Feliz? Yeah, Los Feliz. Yeah, unacceptable pronunciation. Los Feliz. Yeah, yeah. It's just not the way it should be said. Um, we got Newark, New Jersey, and Newark, Delaware. Newark. Like somebody yeah. is wrong. What? Yes. People yeah. will mispronounce their own shit. No, they will. They absolutely will and do. And it's and it gets confusing. So I don't know if it's Matt and Finley or Matt and Finlay. But he he came across something here and he sent it to me at new ver- new new versions of salted nut roll. We have oh, yeah. I have here in front of me, Ed. Oh, the you orig- got one. Yeah, the original salted nut roll thins, which is looks like it's like kind of like a brittle. It's like a Flat. Well, I'll just read it. Creamy peanut butter base blended with roasted peanuts, crisp marshmallow bits, and caramel. Hmm. Additionally, he sent along Pearson's nut goodie. What do we got there? Maple flavor. Also thins. Milk chocolate blended with roast peanuts, maple, and crisp marshmallow bits. And he's sent along a note. I'll read the note. Brian and Ed saw these at the local Menards. Big box home improvement. And had to get your take. So Matt and Matt and Finlay, I gotta tell you, Ed, he's got he's got nice penmanship, but he kind of rolls with a combination of uh, printing and, and cursive cursive like because these kids kids these days won't understand we were we were beaten over the head as children as that we were going to grow up to become calligraphers there was, there was way too much time spent on that yeah and i sucked at it and it was and it was and people mostly girls would be good at it and I couldn't do it. And a, and a fucking a Q looks like a like a doesn't look like a Q. It's a weird thing. An M and an N are distinguished by one different hump. Yeah, Q it, looks more like a G almost. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's all weird shit. We had to learn it. And Matt and Finlay also had to learn it. But now he combines it with regular printing, so it almost reads like shorthand. Okay. Oh, and had to get your take. Full disclosure. Despite my Midwest upbringing and residency, I had never had a Pearson salted nut roll. So I bought myself a bag of minis. Same time I bought these. You I kind are, of, I kind yeah. of think they're going to be better because yeah. like just it's giving you the flavoring and stuff, but it's not too much. I mean, those yeah. giant bars. That's too much. It's too much. I, I've yeah. not had a full giant bar. Just it, well, like the little fun, fun, yeah. fun size is perfect. But this could be even better. Yeah. Same time I bought these. You are right! Exclamation point. They're outstanding. 
lots of peanuts and not as damn sweet as a payday. Well, I would agree with that. It's, it's the nougat that really sets off the Pearson salted nut roll. There's like a vanilla flavor to the nougat that just makes it delicious. Curious to hear your review of the thins and those, and these maple nut goodies. I'm and, curious as well. Yeah. Enjoy. Keep up the good work on TBLS podcast, Matt and Finlay. Um, P.S. I want to hear Travis read the lyrics to Ram Ranch. Okay. Hey, let's put that on. <laughs> put that in the notes. Okay. I'm going to start. You put I'm that gonna... on your vision board. Hey, yeah. while you while you're opening it up. Yeah. When I, I spent a couple years in Florida when I was a kid and what they taught cursive in third grade in New Jersey. Oh my God. And they taught it in second grade in Florida. So everybody, when I got down there, like knew how to do cursive. I had to teach myself. So on top of having bad handwriting, I was especially bad because I never actually learned it. So you will, if you see me write anything, it will be all caps. (laughs) Same, I don't same. I don't do anything but all caps. I write all caps as well and I just make smaller caps. Yes, big yeah, caps exactly. and smaller caps. There's exactly. a, there's no lowercase letters for me and there's no cursive for sure. I'm very proud of my penmanship and uh, my girlfriend Cheyenne has told me many times I am not allowed to publicly display my penmanship because it is so good. Other women will become attracted to me simply based on my beautiful penmanship, which I don't think is a thing, but it's, it's a rule in our house. Okay. I'm going to try the salted nut roll thins, creamy peanut butter base blended with roasted peanuts, crisp marshmallow bits and caramel. I'm taking a bite now. Oh, it's fantastic. This is the, the nut roll thin. Nut roll thin. Mm -hmm. Very creamy. A little bit caramely, a little bit peanut buttery. It's not, it looks like a brittle, but it's soft. Okay. Delicious. Delicious. Okay. Now I will be placing a small piece of nut goodie into my mouth. Who doesn't love to taste a nice nut goodie? Love a nut goodie. This is the maple thing. Okay. It's, but this is just like regular chocolate. Mmm. Mmm. Here's it's good. Here's the thing about maple. Very strong flavor. Mm. A little overpowering on the maple of the nut goodie. I would say I'm going to eat another little piece though because I'm a fucking pig. I would say I prefer the salted nut roll thins to the nut goodie maple. Uh, Matt and Finlay, thank you very much. Ed Daly, let's talk a little sports. Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own joy on DVD. Ed, what is going on? 
in the world of sports this week? Three sports RIPs. Mm. Uh, I, I was sad about this one. Somebody I hadn't thought of in decades. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. Yep. Very sad. You won't laugh no more. No more laughter. Nope. You won't smile no more. Smiling and laughing, I would say. You won't laugh no more. Soon. Back to the oh, laughter. Laughing. You won't yeah. fuck no more. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Really oh. escalates quickly. Yeah. Ex Auburn and Chargers running back Lionel. Little Train James, yeah. he was 59. He had like a year or two when we were kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was, yeah. he was the smallest NFL player. He was like 5'6 or something. 5'6. And he like had a great year or two. Yeah. Yeah. And what a great nickname too, by the way. Yeah, that's a good one. Little little Train. Too young to die. 59. 59, yeah. Do we know if there was... I read lengthy illness, which yeah. seems like cancer, but I who knows? Right. Or... or. I mean, he was a running back. Let's hope he wasn't stricken with yeah the Garrigs. Yeah, he was exciting. I just, I mean, you you are a Chargers fan, so maybe you'd remember him a little more. But but I just remember like he was always getting highlights and stuff. He was he was a good player. I do remember him, but I was not a Chargers fan in 1989. I have to admit. Oh, I was a, I was stricken with the the a. Rams fandom in my childhood that I've since broken free of. Um, RIP Ken Burrow, two-time Pro Bowl receiver for the Oilers, 73. I don't remember him, but there's some peace. Um, I do remember this guy because I had his basketball card. RIP former Indiana Pacers coach Dick Versace, even though I would have thought he'd say Versace, but he went by... He went by yeah. Dick Versace. He was 81. Yeah. You got to check out this hair. I Hold mean, on a second. Now, first of all, RIP to Dick Versace and the, and the Versace family. But you're telling me that Dick Versace, who'd recently passed away, was 80, only 81 years old in 2022? How about that, like, 1989 hair he had? He, Ed, he was like 40 years old. <laughs> it was like it was like a Phil Spector wig of white. I mean, yeah. it was crazy looking. Oh, man, I haven't thought about old Dick Versace in a while. What what co- teams did he coach? I, I remember Pacers, but I think yeah. he was Bradley's coach of like back when like Hersey Hawkins went All there right. and they actually were sort of a known program for a few years. I need to. That is some hair. Is, is this his actual hair? I I mean, it's it was just one of a kind. The quaff of the century. I mean, yeah. Wow. I <laughs> I I'm wondering. I can't tell if it's a wig. I mean, who would? Here's the thing. Why would who, you buy who that? Who would wig? pick that? Yeah. Who would pick that hair as a wig? You'd get whatever Bill Self has. You know, you get the good one. Right. This is this was something else. Wow, yeah. R.I.P. Dick Versace. <laughs> yeah, you you will be missed, buddy. <laughs> uh, our old friend Jackson Mahomes. He has been called out for scamming small businesses 
During the same week, he was excluded from his brother's bachelor party in Vegas, which left him, quote, sad and disrespectful. What? He's Patrick didn't bring his yeah, brother? Well, they showed all like him with his teammates in Vegas and Jackson wasn't there doing his little TikTok dances. What? Look, if you're if if you're famous and we know who your brother is, that's exclusively a bad thing. Yes. Like Bill, Billy Carter, Roger Clinton, there's others. If you're if if you're gravy training your brother's fame and we know who you are. No, it's okay. Look, if you're you Billy Ripken, you, if you're Billy Ripken, you yeah, at least made it to the go. league or Jeremy Giambi, yes. you know, Dave you, you might be, you yeah. might be the, the less successful brother, but at least yes. you made it to the league. Yeah. This, and this Jackson Mahomes, he's, he's dancing on uh, dancing at the games. Yeah. I, I read something this week because there was a picture of, um, Patrick Mahomes and the girlfriend, Brittany mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And they were, they were at a, they were sitting courtside at an NBA game and it looked like they were not getting along. And I read some um, writer said that he had heard that Patrick had put it out to both the brother and the girlfriend. You're not coming to any games next year. Well, they've been such an such an embarrassment. Yeah, they're a big distraction. And this Jackson Mahomes is is and he's gaming small businesses too. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the thing where he's he's like getting sponsorship based on his TikTok dances, and then he's not fulfilling his end of the deal with the sponsorships. Unlike the sponsorship, you'll probably be hearing on this episode, if not the next one. For for the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, we fulfill our obligations to our sponsors because we love them. This guy, Jackson Mahomes, and did you see the kind of business this was, Ed? Restaurant? It's like a, it's like, well, it's, they probably have salted nut rolls. It's like a company that sends you like regional snacks. Okay, I I like the, like it in theory. If you yeah. move away from an area and you can yeah. get something, yeah. It's I was reading about it. It's like there's certain like in the UK they have Pringles, but they're like different. And there's, this comp this company he was sponsoring will send you the Pringles crisps that they have in the UK for for a price. Exotic snack and drink company Munchies. Hmm. Hey Munchies, hit us up. Yeah, we won't, sounds we won't great. scam you. Yeah. What's the, I mean, it's just, he's just got this Jackson Mahomes. He's got that real shit eating grin on his face. I, I hate people. Yeah, he sucks. I hate people that they, they're connected to someone else's success and they think they've achieved something. Yeah. I mean, this is. <laughs> Like half half the cabinet in the previous administration. Yeah, exactly. Um, or for the whataboutisms, Hunter Biden. That dude yeah. just yeah. has a famous dad. It, yeah. It's it's just those are the worst kind of people. Yeah, it's like it's and it's okay. Like, look, given the opportunity, 
I would make them, I would exploit that, but I wouldn't act like I had achieved anything. I would do it quietly. You didn't hit the triple. You're on third. You didn't hit it. Yeah. It's a pretty simple thing. Yeah, I hate I hate this guy's stupid face. He's very this Jackson Mahomes. Very punchable. very punchable. Yes, mm-hmm. very punchable face. Fuck him. Certify. Live up to your ob- obligations, Jackson. Always claiming he never got the package. Liar. People sign for that. This Amazon takes a picture of it on your doorstep, buddy. <laughs> Unless you got porch pirated, you got it, and you ate those Pringles. Oh, he's also. He was at, he was roasted a few months ago for trying to use his name to get special treatment at a Kansas City bar. You a know who club we, or something. Yeah. You know who we got to blame for this is former Atlanta Braves reliever Pat Mahomes. Right. Former everything reliever. Yankees. Yes. He, he played for like 11, 12 franchises. Yes. He's he needs to get this kid in line like this is this isn't Patrick Mahomes' problem. This is the dad's problem. You need well, to sort this kid out. <laughs> apparently, the uh, the parents' divorce wasn't so good because that is why the mom insists anytime somebody refers to him as Pat, no, he's Patrick. He's nothing like his father. Like, oh, she, really? Like, yeah. There's well, something like that I read somewhere. <laughs> ball player, Ed. I you mean, know. his dad's cannon of an arm certainly has paid off pretty well. Absolutely. Um, the big story of the the week, obviously, was uh, Russia invading Ukraine, and Ukrainian boxers Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko are now fighting the Russian troops in Kiev. I made the mistake. Excuse me, I'm eating some. I thought I could get through it while you're talking. I'm eating a little nut thin over here. Sorry. Oh, I'm- all right. So while you're chewing, I gotta yeah. say, like, I I am astonished by the, the the show of bravery and stuff. Like I, I keep thinking and it's just cause like how I was raised and like, I'm just so much yeah. softer than like yeah. these hard ass guys over there. Yeah. The, I mean, how about the people protesting in Moscow? You see what yeah. he does. He just poisons and throws people into yeah, work camps. Like you. I wouldn't, pro- I, I can't no. imagine protesting. No. I'm, I just, there's bravery all over the place in Eastern Europe right now. Yeah. And like, I just, Oh my God, I don't have it in me. They're like fighting in Chernobyl and shit. I did get a little confused because I saw Vitaly is the mayor of Kiev, or as we call it now, Kiev. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. Somehow Um, it was always K-Y-E-V, and then we've added an I. Bullshit. And it was the Americanized pronunciation anyway. We don't call Italy Italia. Like, we, we have our American pronunciations. Yes, Beijing, Just like Peking. Estados Unidos is yeah. the Spanish pronunciation of the United right. States. Like, it's okay to have your own pronunciation. That's right. That's absolutely right. I saw the Vitali, Vitali, was the mayor of Kiev. Kiev. Chicken Kiev. You got to call it Chicken Kiev now? That's a dish. Right. And I was reminded of his relationship with Hayden oh. Panettiere, who's... Very tiny, like like five one max. Yes, and these guys are giants. And I was like, "Whoa, how's this possible?" But then I googled it because I wanted to get a picture, and it's actually she was actually in a relationship with Vladimir, who's I think the Better larger. Looking. Yeah, he's the, he's the larger of the two Klitschkos, and he was the one that was heavyweight champion for like ten years until the Gypsy King came in there and sorted him out. I, uh, 
<laughs> in Germany on a midday heavyweight title fight. That was so weird. It was like so this weird. afternoon. Well, did you hear the, the heavyweight championship <laughs> yeah. is over? Yes. What? Yes. Wednesday. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, props to the props to the Klitschko brothers for de- defending their homeland. Look, if Costa Mesa, California was under attack. I'm a resident of somewhere else. Yeah, I'd be in Mexico. Fuck that. No, thanks. And uh, while we're on the war, I, I read that uh, that uh, Putin got his yeah. black belt, Taekwondo black belt oh, taken yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> which is just amazing because yeah. you've seen yeah. those you've seen those demonstrations where like yeah. <laughs> yeah. he touches somebody and they do like a triple flip. Whoa, you got yeah. me there. Yeah, there's a um, there's a there's a I don't follow it anymore, but I used to. There's a um, Instagram account called McDojo Life, and it's all like those fake. There's so many people that do fake martial arts, like what Steven Seagal yeah. does. It's like like the they slow just motion. go in. Yeah, they just go in and like touch everybody on a, on the forehead, and then they're all like writhing in pain, like they got the like they got the um, like they got the Vulcan death grip. But right, it is it is one of those things. Like, look, this. Putin's a piece of shit, but if he earned a black belt in Taekwondo, I mean, that's, you can't take that away. It's like, what's his name? Trump got an honorary black belt. He did? So, I mean, Putin at least seems athletic. Yeah. He, he might be getting away with bullshit goals in hockey yeah, and bullshit yeah. fighting. He got, he but got like, nine goals in that hockey game. But, but he yeah. at least, you know, unlike Kim yeah. Jong-un, you yeah. know, when you hear his his athletic feats. 18 holes Putin, in one. Putin at least seems like a pretty in shape guy for his age. Yeah. yeah Trump didn't. There's no way Trump ever fine. kicked to his waist. Also, didn't Trump try to claim that he went to Penn on to like play baseball and he was on the baseball team and then he threw out the first pitch and he can't throw a baseball? Like, right. how's that possible? Like, you don't forget how to throw a baseball <laughs> just because you're in you're 70 years old and fat. Still can yeah. like toss it up there. Yeah, it's it's just weird. All these like the the war. It like I said, I'm I'm just it's sad. And I I saw an analyst last night, which really bummed me out because a guy uh, because she was asked, well, what what is ideally like she's an expert on Russia or foreign policy in Eastern Europe, whatever it was. What's your best case scenario? And she's like, honestly, they take over, install a puppet regime and just stop attacking. And that's probably the best case scenario, which is fucking awful. Like that would be best. Um, But the worst is like they go to Poland and now we have to fight. Yeah. exactly. And, but also like, didn't we, they had a puppet regime and then we came in and installed our puppet regime. So it's like kind of like a proxy situation going on right now. And, but the bad takes are everywhere too like yeah. it's you know obviously there's mixed messaging biden's not strong enough but yet putin is you know deserves it it's it's back and forth but i saw two great clips one was condi rice in the studio was and they're like invading a uh, an, uh, a nation without cause this is this is a war crime right and condi rice is like yeah i agree it's like condi huh. rice Mm. So, and then, then did she do that thing where she put out her hands to, to make them available for handcuffs <laughs> because she's a war criminal? They didn't do that. And another person who just needs to go away, Hillary, was like, hey, in 1980, Russia invaded Afghanistan and they were a well-trained, well-supplied militia. 
And uh, it didn't work out so well for Russia. Well, guess who else it didn't work out so well for? Yeah. United States. Yeah. Well, let's not let's not brag about that Afghani militia. They turned it to the Taliban. Shh, shh. And, and remember, she was Secretary of State when we, we instituted regime change in Libya, and she cackled on right. television after Gaddafi was sodomized to death in public. She's like, "Ha ha, we came." He lied, he died or something. And it's like, look, bitch, like act professional, like act like it's an accident. Like it's, they want to do things when they're in charge and they want it to seem like it's everything's on the up and up. And then they want to talk shit when somebody else does it. It's, they're all war criminals. They're all pieces of shit. And I don't know why Hillary continues to be foisted upon us. Nobody's asking for more Hillary. Nobody. Certainly not the Democrats. They didn't. They didn't want her enough to to show up to vote for her. So, like, who is she? She's just like for this like centrist wing that need that yeah. needs to see Hillary. Nobody needs no. her. No, get rid um, of her. But yeah, obviously Putin's the bad guy. Um, yeah. but all the people who think they have the solution, like n- nobody would be happy if we were actually fighting. No, nobody would be happy no. with any solution. And it's kind of a, just an awful situation put out by an awful guy. And uh, I know, you know, I know people with uh, with family in Ukraine. I I have a couple friends and it's like it's just helpless. There's nothing you could do when you've got a monster. And like when you factor in political, like if if a president tries to do something, they have to, you know, for a variety of reasons. But they will always say, well, we got to figure in like what politics mean to this. Politics don't mean shit to Putin. He's killed everybody. He's gotten rid of the press and he doesn't care that his people are going to badly suffer economically. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. And it's, it's, and he's because it's, he's not going to suffer. Like we're like, ah, sanctions. Now people are going to starve to death because of our sanctions. And you know, who's not going to starve to death? Putin. Right. But I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know that anyone has the right solution. I know it's, it's fucking awful. It's It's awful. awful. So the world is a garbage place. Also awful is Goose Gossage. This That's guy, the worst. this guy, he he wants. To, I mean, we've talked. We opened the show talking about how bad Manfred and the owners are, but yeah. he 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 just come. He like he's like the groundhog. Every few years, he just pokes his head out. He he gave an interview where he wants to punch Rob Manfred and stuff Yankees GM Brian Cashman in a trash can. He's he's one of those play it the right way kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. what's I mean, is, he's not a player. Like, what's he care? He's, he's, he wants he's to do it for angry. the players. Yeah. Remember, he was so furious that he couldn't get into the, the, the Hall yeah. of Fame. He refused yeah. to let them consider him anymore. Yeah, and then, then they let him in. Then they let him in, and suddenly yeah. he's he's the ambassador to baseball. Yeah, and he had that mustache. Like, he's real proud of that mustache. You know, he's uh, probably wants to sign things somewhere. I don't know. It's we've We've had enough of him. And I saw him like maybe it was when Mariano Rivera uh, retired, but he was very angry because he's like, how many two winning saves did he ever do? Yeah. You know, like, buddy, yeah. just you you were of a different era and you can shut time. your mouth. Imagine like the, the NBA guys, because they even like I was I was talking to somebody the other day and we we're talking about like what what players made. We're, we're, no, we're talking about what baseball players made. And so I looked, and in 1988, 
the highest paid player in Major League Baseball was Ozzie Smith. And he was making like $2.3 million. And now these, now these guys look at these guys making $40 million. And they're like, if I had just been born later, but you weren't, you can't, right. you, you know, it's just, you, you lived in the time that you lived in and, and that's all there is to it. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't look back and think that the revenues were still the same. I don't know what point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Just old, old, uh, players are cranky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember when George Steinbrenner was trying to fuck with Dave Winfield because he didn't like him and he didn't want he wanted to get void the contract. It was a ten year, ten million dollar contract yeah. at the time, and that was for a Hall of Famer. Outrageous, yes, <laughs> he was a exactly. Hall of Famer. Yeah, fuck the owners. Um, back to the NBA. De'Aaron Fox shut down his swipe of the Fox crypto venture with more than a million and a half unpaid to its nearly hundred thousand investors. Oh. So hold on a second. So is this like an NFT situation? It's he- it's no, it's crypto. So essentially, like you say, hey, I'm going to each coin of swipe it a fox. I think, but Stop I think it, it was like Stop I think it, it was like, fox. but I think it was like the the board ape, except they were foxes in different outfits. Yeah. Oh, and so you could make your own. It was something like that, but then it was like, you know what? We're just going to shut it down. And there were a hundred thousand people like, uh, no, I gave money. Right. Right. Where's <laughs> we don't we don't just close it down, but there aren't rules yet. They haven't yeah. really regulated anything. Yeah. Why? Like, I could see maybe there being a Jaw Morant coin, Jaw coin, or or like Luca. What's the guy? Drogic. Doncic. Uh, Doncic. Yes. Like that guy's good. Like I could see him having his own coin and he's well, in an international. De'Aaron Fox, Fox is good. He's but good, he's, but also, he's on the, he's, he's on he's the, on the Kings. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like who's buying a Who's buying a De'Aaron Fox coin? Maybe once he gets traded to a big market. Yeah, I just, it, it's hard to feel bad Swipe for the investors. Up. It's not right to just shut it down and rip people off. But, you know, the old Ben Franklin quote, a fool and his money are soon parted. Like, That's if right. you're buying Swipe yes. of the Fox, yes, maybe you're not supposed to have that money. I feel like Swipe of the Fox, too. I feel like this was like some like greasy like hedge fund dude. Was yeah, like, it's not like De'Aaron Fox is shooting free throws yeah. and, and thinking this up. Like, somebody approached him. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But he's the face, you know, people are going to be bad at De'Aaron Fox and swipe at a Fox for this for quite a while. So (laughs) as Russia was attacking Ukraine, like on, I guess it was Friday, um, Baylor, I mean, Baylor, uh, Grambling tried to sneak a little uh, news item out that they were hiring Art Bryles as their offensive coordinator, the disgraced former Baylor head coach that was giving the green light to rapists and, oh. and all kinds of shit. Uh, what, like, what's in it? Like, who's that good of a coach? Right. You knew it was going to be bad. That's why they dumped that news right as, like, the attack was happening. Right. And it's like, it, like no one's creating anything that's so new. Like, everything's a copy of everything else. You you know, you see all the film, you watch everybody's plays. I guess you can innovate off that. But there's another guy that Grambling could have got that was just as good as Art Bryles that didn't, that didn't 
look past any sexually sexual assaults. Like what's, I don't understand. Is it because he probably has a buddy that's the head coach and well, that's the, head the kind coach of thing like is former, yeah. uh, Bengals Hugh, Hugh Jackson Jackson was oh, uh wow. he was Bengals right no, no Browns, Browns 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 yeah and he got the job and it's like this is yeah. this is a proud HBCU yeah. like they, they are one of the known you know people can name one or two of those schools That's this is right. one of them and they're gonna For bring sure. in Art Bryles they're gonna like yeah. just use up all their capital like this is this is not a good look for the new head coach and he he resigned this morning because Good. he's like, uh, you know, I, I I fear I'm a distraction. It's like fuck you, off. You, are, you, are. you don't now, you don't get to work. Jackson should resign as well. And he showed course. no contrition. He just showed uh, uh, disappointment that he lost his job at Baylor. But it's he's he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, was you know really he's putting himself out there? He bravely proclaimed that Giannis could play in his era, the two-time MVP. See, this is the same thing. This is this is what drives me crazy when like the '96 Bulls are like nobody's the Golden State could never beat us. Like none of these modern teams could beat us. We're so tough, and I'm like every team could beat you. The fucking Bobcats, I mean, the Hornets could beat you. Steph Curry. Yeah, I understand you could so be more good. physical back then. Yeah. But at the same time, Steph Curry could average 50. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. Right? I they often, didn't, did not play the three like I that. often wonder, why don't they just have the whole rest of the team make a wall in front of Seth, <laughs> like Steph a, Curry and like just let him- Like a four-man pick? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just come down, <laughs> everybody line up in front of him in the backcourt and just get in- just be like three feet in front of him all the way down the court. And when he gets ha- past half court, just let him shoot wide open. He'll fucking score 120 points a game. I don't no know, you ever see him warming up. He, he hits, hits them all. All of like them. If he's like wide open, he hits them. Yeah. And like from half court, like he, he makes half court shots, like they're free throws. The, the, the dude is a revolutionary. He's completely changed the game. It's never going back. It's all about three pointers. It's not an inside out game anymore. It's everybody needs to be able to shoot. It's completely different. And this guy, Giannis, yeah, he could play in Isaiah Thomas era. He would dominate. He would be the fucking best player. There were no athletes. Well, think about the bad tall boy Pistons. Yeah, yes. I mean, Isaiah Thomas yeah. was an insane player, but the rest yeah. of the team, even yeah. Dumars wasn't like a ridiculous shooter. Yeah, so no, they were all they were all kind of worse versions of Giannis, like yeah. the rest of the team. The microwave. Except for Rod- Rodman, Rodman was you know a legit the greatest rebounder of our lives. But, but he only had to do one thing, right? Well, two things: he played defense and he got rebounds. He never had to worry about doing anything on offense on any Gian- team he was Giannis, ever on. Giannis could do everything and do it all. I don't know Isaiah yeah. Thomas. Hey. He just, he, I mean, he's yeah. like Hillary Clinton. He just needs yeah. to go away. He yeah. fucked up badly in New York, yeah. got a sexual harassment charge. Yeah. Like, he needs yeah. to go away. Had a suicide attempt, drafted Ronaldo Balkman. Yeah. In the first round? It was like eighth. Eighth <laughs> as a Nick overall fan, lottery pick. As a Nick fan, I really am not yeah. a fan. No, me either. Uh, Red Sox release prospect uh, Brett Netzer. After a uh, after he was uh, claimed to have racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic social media posts, and uh, before anyone thinks maybe he, it was taken out of context, context, 
his tweet was, I'm a racist. <laughs> I do sometimes make assumptions based on persons, race, ethnicity, culture. Glad that is out of the way. He called uh, the Red Sox ex- executive Heim Bloom a hypocrite and an embarrassment to any Torah following Jew. <sighs> I mean, a couple things here. First of all, this dude couldn't throw 100 miles an hour. Because remember, a few years ago, the... the Oh, the Brewers pitcher? Milwaukee, yes, reliever Josh Hader. Yeah, yeah. He he had some racist tweets. Yeah, exposed. Like while he was on the mound, right? At the All-Star game? Yeah, but except he's like one of the three or four best relief pitchers in the league. So they were able to get past that pretty quickly. I mean, this guy's pretty bad. It also reminds me of when they're like, hey, um, did you did you send any racist tweets? And he's like. Oh, I don't know. And then the tweet is, I'm a racist. It reminds me of that story we did that one time about when they um, they raided the lead singer of the heavy metal band Cannibal Corpse's home. Yes. And they, and they found human skulls in his house and they found all these guns. And then he had, they pointed out that he did have a song that said, I have human skulls in my home <laughs> and guns for murder. And it's like, it's- oh. He was telling you. It's like that scene in the Burbs when uh, the, the trunk opens and there's a bunch of skulls in Dr. Klopek's uh, yeah. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. And now the worst story of the week. Yeah. Um, Gary Payton, was a Laker for like a year, maybe? Maybe two years? Yeah, one year. One, one year. year. Mm-hmm. And it was when they were trying to form a super team, but they were all yeah. old. Kind of what they're doing yeah. this year. Um. And he talked about how Shaq, the jokester, had a, a unique way of hazing the rookies. He he would save it up in a bucket for a week yeah. and then pour his bucket of bodily waste on the rookies yeah. in the stall next to him in the bathroom. Now, I got to assume that this is it's it's urine, right? It's not. He, he, may, he was vague about what it was, but even if it's urine. Yeah. No, yeah, this is no. He's the worst teammate who ever lived. This this is a a a, a health emergency right here. This is a uh, This is illegal. This is not yeah, a, like a illegal. legal thing to do. You can't cuz they they talk about like Shaq was just a, such a jokester. He would he would run out on the court naked and practice and try to like grab guys. Yeah. Which is pretty terrifying. He's a pretty big guy. But but weaponizing your bodily fluids, and let's just let's just assume it was only fluids because we can't. Oh, yeah, we can't. I mean, what Shaq, what Shaq was dropping in a bucket. Ugh. Let's see. Hold on. Let's play the. Let's. It's on YouTube. Let's see what Gary Payton says. It's not that long. Well, then, two thousand five, you signed a one year deal with the Miami Heat, and now you get to reunite with Shaq once again. And I guess in the beginning, things were a little bit rough and you had to pull Shaq aside and say, listen, Dwayne Wade is really yeah. who we got to focus on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's it, when everything started to change. Yeah. It did. We, you know what? Yeah, so giving himself credit. Hold on, let's jump ahead. Here. He was doing a lot of things. And I just called a team meeting. Oh, called a team meeting. The glove. Shaq wasn't really going for that. The run, it would be Dallas. 
Right, 2006, Miami Heat's first ever NBA final. The big old source, man. Oh. But Shaq, we used to always play um, jokes. Uh-oh. Shaq is a jokester. Mm-hmm. So if one of the rookies this is not a joke. Stall, he would take a bucket and use the bathroom in it for about a week. Ugh. Use the bathroom in it, he says. He's, he's vague. He doesn't say he, he pissed in it for a week. I mean, no. I feel like... It sounds what, like it was not yeah. just number one. No, he's euphemizing here. And then all of a sudden, he'll pour it on them. So we start being jokesters. We start being jokes. So I said, I got to get him. So... I got his short, his drawers one day, and, he, he, and I took him, and he had to wear them underneath his thing and be free ball oh. right? Whoa, free ball. Yeah, that's pants. a lot. Yeah. So he didn't have no draws because he was trying to find his draws, and I had them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they so stole his pants. So that's okay. You can steal a guy's pants. You can't pour your bodily fluids. That's biohazard. That's the word I was looking for before. That's That's a biohazard situation. Like, they need to call HR. They gotta have they gotta have a hazmat team come in and clean up all the bio waste. There, you know, there's airborne. Who knows? You could be inhaling it. This is this it's is a awful. criminal act. And I mean, where did he store it for a week? Right. The smells, awful. Ed. Off. Where did he store it? He did it in a bucket. So the same bucket? He just Filling up the bucket the whole time? Like, where's he keeping that? In his garage? The backyard? This is awful. And he How is he how's he transporting it? I mean, the NBA should say, sorry, we just bumped you from the top 75 list. You can't I agree. You can't, like you can't be there. This kind of shit, this is line one of the resume. Right. You know, you just you shouldn't be able to avoid this. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but it should be, you know, that. There should be some type of asterisk or something. This man weaponized his bodily fluids on teammates. <laughs> not a human being. Not okay. Okay, let's uh, talk some. Oh, let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's been well in Gardenia. He's been well in Gardenia. Set a voicemail. Hey guys, Drew in Houston. As the official uh, golf correspondent for the Baller Lifestyle, I've got. Um, a little uh, discussion uh, about Phil Mickelson with you guys. I had some uh, some inside information. I, so uh, Phil Mickelson lost all his sponsors this week. Did you hear about that, Ed? So I I only know briefly that he was Neither. like, I'm joining a Saudi league or something. Yeah, but it's like a bunch of players are. So I don't know why that would. I don't know why that would come back on him. Like you don't lose your sponsors just like personally. 
I think, you know, I'm not, I'm no fan of the Saudis. No, they're start. They're starting their own golf league and they're bad people. Horrible people. MBS. Yes. Yes. MBS murders journalists. They, they cut the hands off of petty criminals in the street. Their treatment of women is horrendous. Right. And, but and yeah, because, they, they, yeah. they have a lot of money. Like I just, yes. they, they just bought a premier league team and they're like, Oh, this will be one of the best teams pretty soon because, like, they have all that money. They have all that oil. They have all the money. And that shouldn't be enough of a reason to normalize them. Let's hear what Drew has to say about Phil Mickelson. Give us us the inside info, Drew. Uh, There's some friends uh, involved with the tour and and some guys I know. But anyway, um, there's a book coming out by Alan Shiftuck that's going to be an unauthorized biography about Phil. And so we were, Ooh. we were talking about this and evidently there's a lot of really heavy stuff uh, that's coming out that they've verified allegedly and, and some stuff. But anyway, so, some- you remember a couple years ago when he insider traded? I mean, he's got, he, he's, he's like a, a gambling addict, right? He's yeah. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a compulsive gambler. He gambles on everything, golf, etc. I mean, he's a successful guy. He makes. Well, he just won. He didn't he become the oldest guy to win a major or something? Yes, he won the PGA last year. Fifty years old, but it's he's one of those guys that it's the the fans all really like him. But his, you know, he's a table for one type of dude. Not not a lot of buddies on tour. Most uh, shocking thing is that uh, they are alleging that Phil has a love child. Oh, this now, is, this- I've heard this before. This is, it's, he supposedly has a love child in Ohio. Rumor has been going on since like 2006, 2007. All the guys on tour seem to, you know, have accepted it or whatever. But the deal is, I think he's been supporting this kid allegedly. Well, he by, wouldn't be the uh, first. Without his mean- wife knowing. And, yeah. uh, oh, without his wife knowing, how's that? Anyhow, um, last year at the at the Amex, he's the tournament host, and he, as the tournament host, he disappears for three days. So anybody within the sound of my voice, whatever's, I don't know what he's about to say. This is alleged by our caller Drew in Houston. So I, I mean, don't sue me. Is is he getting at this? Is why Phil is losing sponsors because, like, I, I mean. A professional athlete stepping out and fathering a child. Oh, that's that not enough reason. Doesn't that's seem not, like enough reason. That's not enough reason. And everybody was wondering what was happening. Well, allegedly, uh, his wife went Elon Nordegren on his ass with a nine iron oh, after uh-huh. finding out about this love child. Amy Mickelson. Uh, so, I once again, these are, this is all alleged. These are rumors, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, we traffic in it's rumors here. Pretty damning. So all of this comes back around to this Saudi golf league. So Phil's. Oh, you know, he's thinking he can. This he's thinking he can hightail it overseas. You know, this is like, this is like when uh, dad gets divorced and he's, he's like he's an airline pilot and he and he goes and starts a new family in Michigan or something. How about pre-internet and cell phones when like fathers would have second lives? Like yeah. twenty minutes away, 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Somebody was just telling me a story about that recently. I, I, I've, they knew. I've definitely heard this in like celebrity interviews. They're like, oh yeah, my dad disappeared. And then we found out he was just living the next county, next county yeah. over. Remember Charles Curalt? Oh, he, he would do those like on the this road. Is the way, this is the way it is. Or so he had some like catchphrase. Yeah. And he would, he hosted CBS Sunday morning, every Sunday morning. Well, it turns out when he died, he's an older guy. He was like in his eighties. When he died, turns out he had two full families going. Wow. Separate. Let's look that up. <laughs> How about the time Carole. I saw, what's his name? Steve from uh, 60 Minutes. Uh, oh, Steve. Yeah. The guy. Oh, what's his name? Oh, oh. He needs it. I think, he, yeah, there was, there was another story that we did, but I, the one evidence of, of seeing him he needed to be on that stool because when he tried to step off the stool yeah. at a, it, it was a bar by Columbus circle. He was not able to stand little, little sloppy. Well, Charles Carroll kicked out in 1997, kicked off in 1997. Uh, I, oh, wait. Oh, posthumous controversy. Two years after his death, Kiralt's decades-long companionship with a Montana woman named Patricia Shannon was made public. Kiralt apparently had a second shadow family. Shadow family? With Shannon <laughs> while his wife lived in Manhattan and his daughters from a previous marriage lived on the eastern seaboard. This makes Shannon, it seem like a comic book. They're the shadow family? Shadow That's family. family. Second family. Shannon asserted that the house in Montana had been willed to her a position upheld by the Montana Supreme Court. According to court testimony, Curalt had met Shannon while doing a story on some park in Reno, Nevada, which Shannon had promoted and volunteered to build in 1968. He lived into the 90s. The park was a low-income area, blah, blah, blah. Curalt mentions – oh, yeah. I don't know. It was known that they knew each other. It's baller. It's it's baller, yeah. and it's also kind of sad. Like, yeah, wouldn't you think sad. it's at some point your 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 body would just tell you to slow down a little bit? Like, well, it's, if when I'm in my seventies, I I don't want to be balancing out two different families and shit. Why do you work? If you got the look, you got the side piece going in Montana, and you're like, and part of your gig is you're doing on the road segments. And let's be honest, this is why airline pilots have second families is because they they've picked a lifestyle that will allow them the dalliances they want. Right. Same with, same with professional athletes. It's easy for them. So this Charles Kirill, it's like pitching to his CBS people. He's like, how about I do these on the road segments? Keep me out in a bus, you know? So he, Charles, he's that's, found, the, that's your 12th story on Montana. This yes, year. What do you yeah, everything, everything happens <laughs> in Montana. It's just really interesting. Though. <laughs> I love Montana. Big sky. <laughs> so he's, he goes there and, Look, he's got the side piece of Montana and he sets her up in the house and everything. And then ac- accidentally, it feels a little too good one time and he can't resist. And he, he accidentally doesn't pull out. And assuming this wasn't a Boris Becker situation, he's, you know, he owns up to it and he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll have a little shadow family here in Montana. But is it, how do you have multiple children? Is it, do you just get to the point where you're like, well, I already had one. Who cares? Right. I'll just I'll just start busting nuts here because it feels good. Or do you do you just make the same mistake again where you're like, ah oh, fuck, are you kidding? 
<laughs> again? No, I think he thought, hey, listen, I need I need the kids to have a companion so they'll stop talking. You know, they won't be as needy for me if they have a, a sibling to play with. Yes, exactly. Like, what's, yeah, yeah, I'll keep her busy. Well, yeah, because she's probably like, you know, it's just me here and the baby and, you know, we got the dogs and you're, you know, you're out here as often as you can be. I understand your job and your original family keep you busy, but I just, you know, maybe if I had another baby here, it would be better. And then he thinks he's, he's placating her right? That by, work. by spackling those guts again. <laughs> and then, then, the, then there's a, then there's a second baby there and then it's, that it, it works no, against him. That's why you get snipped. Yeah, of course. And then you just say, sorry, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just shooting blanks. I don't know. I, know. I, I can't. That's like the time my, uh, my uncle one time, uh, yeah. he, he wanted to shave his head and he worked yeah. at a nice restaurant and the boss is like, you got to grow that out. It's just, you, you know, you can't, you can't shave your head. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. he, he just kept shaving it and he's like, I'm sorry, it's just not growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. To make it as a real man, you make it seem like it's her fault. Be like, I don't. Hey, look, I. You see my original family over here, a bunch of healthy kids. I'm, you know, I'm rocking <laughs> yeah, and firing on you. you. Yeah, must be you because I've impregnated people before. Like, what's your issue? Yeah, Smart. There's, there's plenty of Keralts running around over here. Yeah, so many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's hear what Drew has to say. Know, taking the blood money from the Saudis to start this golf league yeah. or to to recruit players for this golf league. And this is going to be like life changing money for these for these 20 guys. They're going to go. They're going to make 30 to 50 million dollars a year. Bryson's going to make a quarter of a bill. And, yeah. and it's going to be this huge deal. Well, I think now this is all alleged. This is opinion speculation. But I think that you hear that libel lawyers. Libel attorneys. Uh, somebody inside the PGA Tour, in order to squash this Saudi deal, Smear. leaked to oh. either the writer or Phil's wife or somebody oh. about this love child, and they were payback. Basically, trying to make Phil look like a shithead publicly, which would then implode the league. And I think it worked out exactly how they uh how they wanted it to interesting so, um i knew that the driver was going to play dirty on this and and everybody kind of did but i think that maybe with like all these like indiscretions and all this stuff uh, they kind of may either maybe they leaked it to somebody who then got it to the guy Ooh. who was doing the auto box yeah doing the box that's what happens you can't I, have skeletons hold on he has he's talked so long but this is kind of interesting he's gone into a second message wow Hey, it's Drew again. Sorry, this is running long. Yeah, I'm, we noticed. I'm going straight up, Manuel. Yeah, you know, multiple voices. Well, that's not true. On. Anyway, you're more um, interesting. So, uh, I think that uh, we're going to find out some pretty nasty stuff. Uh, mm. Anyway, the, what ended up bringing down the golf league was uh, Phil taking a taking a liberty to to discuss some of this stuff with his the guy that was writing the biography and maybe he thought it was off record oh, but yeah. i think in gotta, some journalistic rules or something yeah you gotta say it's off record when you know the guy's writing a biography for you nothing is off mm -hmm. unless you explicitly say it is and that's when he said oh thom brenneman knows about hot mics oh yeah yeah exactly and and 
it's 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 just like Phil who's got a huge ego to just start flapping his fucking lips like an idiot and then say it was supposed to be off record. I, but I gotta say, all the stuff that Drew is talking about, it it seems like we're still missing the the big yeah. thing that sinks him. Like, okay, so his marriage may have gotten fucked up by this, yeah. but like, what other athletes are gonna be like? I'm not. I refuse to be a part of a league of a guy that steps out. Like, I mean, what half of those guys, three quarters of those guys are stepping out. Like what? This, this guy, this guy got charged with insider trading and paid a $2 million fine. Right. There's, like, there's gotta that's, be more. That's worse. There's that's worse. Right. That's worse than, than cheating on your wife. And, and all that. And of course, yeah, the author Shipnuck, he, he, he ran with it and went straight to Twitter and it pretty much, you know, was the tipping point for the whole deal. Yeah. Um, Anyway, all the tour pros that are uh, involved with this or were going to be involved with the Saudis, they don't give a shit if it's blood money or whatever. I mean, these guys are it's a lot of money. pretty much – I mean, they're not real smart. And they no, they're athletes. are looking at you know, $30, $50 million guaranteed. I mean, it's life-changing money. These guys make a lot of money, but they don't have that type of cash, and it was going to be completely like generational wealth type shit. And they were like, fuck it, we're going to do it. So – um, anyway, um, so I know I carried on for a long time, but it gives you something to talk about. Yeah, the, sure. Uh, I'm into it. Stuff that's coming out is going to be, uh, pretty explosive. Can't wait. I think the book's going to get into some pretty nasty stuff about his gambling Love and maybe it. the IRS and the SEC and, and some of this other shit. Um, pretty much everybody's always known that Phil is a phony and I think we're going to see it at, anyway. All right. Talk to you guys. That's pretty good. I, I then, do remember. And, yeah. and I, I would say I like calls like Drew's where they're giving a yeah. he's they're giving us, you know, content and everything. Just make sure you're very generous with your alleged lease. Yes. <laughs> Just exactly. keep it real generous. That's yes. Allegedly. I heard. Don't know yeah. if this is true or not. Right. Yes. He's a public figure. It's OK. Um, thanks for that, Drew. A couple of emails here quickly. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about Phil Mickelson soon. So we know you call someone a douche when disparaging them, but have either of you ever come across a female that has used this product? Maybe I'm hashtag blessed to never have come across any vile poon in my excursions, but is there anyone under the age of 60 that has ever used it? That's from Lala. I, that's, this is like the, we live in a simulation because I just had just this weekend. I was talking to my chick. I'm like, remember douches? Like, that was a totally made up thing by men to make women feel unclean. Yeah, there's, I don't. I there's don't. No, uh, I pract- there's no actual use for that. It's a made up thing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I remember like seeing a commercial when I was a kid and like <laughs> asking my mom, like, what are they talking about? And I remember as a little kid being like, oh, that's some nonsensical thing. Like that was early 80s and I heard it was just bullshit. So I don't know. Of course. Dude, Douche has just always been thrown around as like a pejorative yes. term, but like I don't, I don't, I don't know anyone who's ever. I mean, I've never even. No, I don't no even reason. know if I've seen one, like no. seen it in the store on a shelf. I don't know. I don't know if it exists. I don't know if they exist anymore. It was a, it was a made up thing because we, because men, the patriarchy wanted women to feel unclean, so they thought they needed a special product to clean out their dirty parts. And it's not true. It didn't need, yeah. didn't need to exist. And I don't think it does anymore. Nah, bullshit. Thanks for that, Lala. Here's another one. 
So the rest in peace song is brilliant. And I, I, and yes, I'm sure the delayed repeat of you won't laugh no more is intentional to get you guys play it without talking over the whole thing. I don't, I, I, yeah, I, I think that was either. riffing and, yes. and the riff got forgotten halfway no, through. He's, you know, he's scatting. This is, this yeah. is um, stream of consciousness, the rest yes. in peace song. That's what makes right. it amazing. To get you guys to play it without taking over the whole thing, please, oh, talking over the whole thing, please play this little game and see if you can tell which of these celebs are currently alive or resting in peace. Hold on, I'm going to save the names. You can see them, but I'm going to save the names. And which of these aforementioned dead or alive celebrity is or was the loudest comer? Who's that loud cover? And just for the record, wait, hold on. And ballers, just for the record, I'm having serious doubts about Travis Rogers. Whoa. He's able to talk about every aspect of analingus and people's quasi girlfriends allegedly shitting <laughs> all over the place, but he can't stomach the fact that it feels better to come loudly. Get out of here. <laughs> That's from Toe Cutter. Hashtag Red Circle. The great Toe Cutter. Every episode. Hashtag Harambe RIP. RIP. Hashtag Team Loudcomer. Hashtag Cancel Travis <laughs> Rogers. Wow. I think that must be from the, I think that must be from the uh, year end episode when we discussed our uh, I was wondering when, when, when we even yeah. got Travis talking about that stuff. Yeah, yeah I think it was we. We we uh, revisited the canard situation at the end yeah. of the year. Uh, okay, here's are these people Ed dead or alive? Rest in peace. Following names. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. Yep. You won't laugh no more. You won't laugh no more. You won't smile no more. You won't smile no more. Now bring it back to the laughter. Here we go. Here we you go. You won't laugh no more. And you think it's done. And you won't fuck no more. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dearly departed. That's. We hope you rest in That's when you got the stick shift and you accidentally go from second gear to fourth yeah. gear. Yes. Like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Dead or alive, Ed. <clears throat> I'll just read all the names. Yep. Dick Van Dyke live. And I yeah. saw him like dancing last yeah. year in his like late nineties. Well, he's, he's doing 90s. great. He's doing great and great talent. What Innovator. a talent. Yeah. And OG. had the hottest TV wife back in yes. the day. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, Bob Redford. Ed. He's, he's old. He looks like an old leather bag. He's yeah. done too much time in the sun, but he, yeah, I think he, I don't even, he might be 80. He's not nearly he's as old 80s. as Van Dyke. Uh, no, I think and he's not nearly as old as Van Dyke, but he's well into his 80s, I think, Robert okay. Redford. Okay. He was in a movie. I think he did a movie like last year. Yeah, I he, saw him in a, in a movie face. where he was uh, where he was like a, a thief, uh, like a bank robber. That's it. Or something. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, he's got the piece, too, by the way, the hair system. So does Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Tekashi 69 Ed. Is he in witness protection? He's not. He's not. But he hasn't been killed. Yeah, the bloods. I thought he'd be killed by now. He ratted out the bloods. Yeah, not not a good career move. No, the bloods will be coming for him at some point. But he, as of this recording, Tekashi 6ix9ine, who has a great many 
six nine tattoos on him, including directly on his face, many on his face. He's still alive. Angela Lansbury. Uh, I mean, considering she played Elvis's mom in Blue Hawaii, you'd yeah. think she'd yeah. be like 130. Yeah. But I think she's still alive. I think we we would hear a lot about her if she died. Oh, boy. Jessica Fletcher. I mean, how old was she when Murder, She Wrote was on it? That was in the 80s. She, she was 70 years old at least when that was on. Yeah, that was I was four years she, ago. She was in her seventies. Yeah, yeah. So she's, and now it's, she's about to celebrate her hundred and twelfth birthday. Probably yes. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Mister Crowley. Yeah, he, he is alive and mumbling and quaking. Shaking. Yeah, yes, very sad. Um, Rue McClanahan. She, she was. Dead. She was the slut. Yeah, she's because dead. Because Betty was the last of the Golden Girls, yeah, right? That's right. Rue McClanahan, dead. dead. She uh, former sex. She, she oh, who, yeah. who loves sex more, her or Mona from Who's the Boss? Yeah, it was it was really gross. And also, Rue McClanahan. She they lived in a retirement community on on um, Golden Girls, and she was like and, fifty. Yeah, she was like fifty three, <laughs> like much younger than Brad Pitt is right now, and she was living in a retirement community. Uh, but she's dead. Uh, how about former Nixon speechwriter and Ferris Bueller's day off cameo haver, Ben Stein? I mean, considering he worked for Nixon, he's yeah, got to be, be way up there, but he's alive. I'm he's alive? He's, alive. he's got to be. <sighs> okay. Figure Vid might have got him. Um, How about this one? El Centro, California's own. Share. She's she's outlived Sonny by quite a bit. Quite she's a bit. she's a tree. I you know she's alive, but there's not many areas of her face that she can move. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of plastic surgery. Yeah, but she's in her seventies. She, she's alive. She yeah. yeah she's, she's like alive. she's like seventy five or so. Yeah, yeah. How about? Willis Drummond dead. Todd Bridges. So I actually know Michelle was watching Celebrity Big Brother and I walked by. I was like, is that Willis? It was Willis and, and Lamar Odom were, were like hanging out together on Celebrity Big Brother. He, he like just like a week ago. Yeah. So he's alive. He's now, alive. Big Brother freaks me out. I never watched it, but sometimes I'll like see clips of it. Because it's like they're all living in a house, but the house is like a soundstage. Yeah. And so they live in, they, there's no windows. Michelle has always watched that show. And yeah. like, I, I've just, you know, I passed through the room. I've never sure. watched it. Of course but, not. But they're always whispering. Oh, always whispering. They're whispering. Cause, they're whispering. Cause they and then want- they get, then they get in the confession room and they're like, yeah. Johnny. They all shout, Johnny thinks that I'm in a, and it's like, why are you whispering or shouting? Like, don't people talk? Don't ever, isn't there like a normal temperature? Uh, like, it, it's weird. It's because they want to, they're hiding their strategy from the other house but guests, then right? Why in the room do they have to yeah, shout? Like, yeah, the confessional crazy. room. Yeah, no, that's confusing. Johnny thinks I'm siding with him, but I'm not. Okay, thank you for shouting. Okay, here's the last one. Former cop that also always plays a cop. 
Dennis Farina. Sadly, I know he died. He was. Well, I I I really think he could be right around tenth, but in the top ten of character actors. He, was great. He, di- he died. He was so good at playing a cop. Even if he played it every time, he was great at it. But he could also be, remember, he's in Get Shorty, and he was Get very to, funny. Ray, Ray Barboni. Yes. Ray Bones. He, he was terrific as a bad guy in Get Shorty. He's definitely dead. I, I, we need to check Angela Lansbury here. I, I take your word for it. The rest, oh, we I need to check. I just think we would see a lot of like, hey, yeah. Jessica Fletcher. I, no, I, I lean into thinking you're right. Oh, yeah, Ed. 91, I'm going to say. Dame Angela Bridget Lansbury, DBE. She's British? She's British, Ed, I know. that's That kind of stunned me as well, Ed. What's his age? I can't explain. Oh, this is fucking guy. Angela Lansbury, Ed. So I can I can vividly remember Pat Summerall being like 60 minutes after the game, followed by murder, she wrote. And and let's say even if it was late stage Summerall, he was saying that in like 1990. Yeah. And that yep. would be 32 years ago. She's she has to be like 105. No. <laughs> you were closer the first time. Born October 16th, 1925. 96 years young, Ed. So in ni- so in 1990, she was in her early 50s. So in like Blue Hawaii, which was like mid 60s, maybe 63 or something. Yeah. yeah. What how old was yeah. she? I mean, she well, looked born twenty five. She, she, so she, she would have been for a thirty eight, and yeah, she, she passed for a sixty year old. Yeah, she, she was in. A, well, she was like around the same age as Elvis. She was only like five or six years older than Elvis. Wow. Yeah. R.I.P. No, still yeah. alive. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, still alive. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Now we got to check this, Ben. I um, I thought for sure Ben Stein was dead. Anyone? Anyone? Could, <laughs> could be wrong. Ben Stein. I mean, he milked that. He actually, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel really uh, helped. Got got a launch pad from Ben when Ben Stein's money. Yeah. Well, Ben Stein Ed, alive. You want to go ahead and take a guess as to his age? Nixon speechwriter. Nixon was fifty. Even. Even if he was a late stage Nixon speechwriter, that was 50 years ago. Yeah. And uh, 85? 85's a pretty good guess. He was, I mean, let's just, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes out, what, 1985? So that was 35. So, yeah, 36 years ago. 37 years ago. He had to be 50 then. 87? Yeah, he had to be 50. He not only did he have to be 50. I mean, you're he looked 60. Yeah, but the, we know about the water back then. So, I mean, you're you're giving him a you're giving him the the uh 
1980s, 70s and 80s handicap. Yeah, the water handicap. Yeah, because he looked he looked 60, which would have put, which would put him well into his 90s today. Ed, you're going to be stunned. Ben Stein born November 25th, 1944, 77. What? A sprightly <laughs> He's not even that old. Jesus. Wow. So that means so 37 years. He was 40, Ed. He was significantly younger than you and I. He just didn't get enough sleep, I guess. He was 40 years old in that movie? Wow. That is crazy. Uh, okay. Are there any other ones? The rest are all. The rest we all got right, except for, I mean, yeah, we the only it. other dead one is Dennis Farina. Uh, okay. Great game. Thank you for that. Uh, toe cutter. Let's talk some not sports, Ed. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Not sports segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports segment. Ed, what is going on in the world of not sports? Uh, three more RIPs. First up, MASH star Sally Kellerman, a.k.a. Hot Lips Houlihan. She was 84, and she was also Thornton Mellon's lady friend. Yeah. Now, the MASH movie, that's Donald Sutherland, there's Elliot Gould. Yeah, the... The uh, suicide is painless. The guy. Oh, that they, song. Yeah. It's a rough such song. A, such a depressing song. Now, I have seen the movie, but of course, I was much more familiar with the TV show, and we were really sold a bill of goods yes. on old hot lips. You it know? was just that she was wearing a white t shirt with yeah. guns. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, they could have done a little bit of better casting back then, I would say. But R.I.P. Sally Kellerman. She's she's in everything. I mean, she's did a yeah. lot of stuff over the years. Uh, R.I.P. The Amazing Jonathan, aka the Freddy Krueger of comedy. Yeah, sixty three years old. He's so uh, the Amazing Jonathan. He they made a documentary about him, maybe like five years ago, and it was about how he was dying, and he was uh, he was smoking meth amphetamine throughout oh. the documentary wow so what did it's he like, die was it like cancer or something? i think he had cancer and he, so he, the whole thing was he had cancer and he was gonna die and but he also was a, a unrepentant methamphetamine addict and he was just smoking away on that crack pipe the whole thing so he really kind of outlived yeah that's pretty good his, if, if, yeah if he yeah. lasted I, a few years yeah. R.I.P. And R.I.P. Grunge Pioneer Mark Lonigan, 57. He was it Screaming Trees or he was in Screaming Trees and he, he recorded with Queens of the Stone, Queens of the Stone Age. Age. Yeah. Very uh prolific. I, I mean they're kind of playing it fast and loose with the cause of death there. He was only 57, so 57. I don't know. I don't know what they said. They didn't say anything. Just, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're well known, you kind of got to give that up. People want to know. Yeah, it doesn't I, make it any less. I sad. agree. If if it's if it's younger, 
than like 70, 70 yes. years old. Yep. You should yeah. you should say what what it is because like yeah. listen in as awful as something like suicide is or drug overdose yeah. yep. it it can serve as some sort of wake up call of somebody in totally. your life you know like it it can help it can yeah. I don't know and it's it also, hurt. it's maddening when you search a, an obituary and you're like so do what was time. it I do it every time every time, every time. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on Ed? Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot. Man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.